preachy, teachy, it's teachy, but it's a lot of information that as we start this 40 Days of Prayer series, we're really believing in God for a breakthrough in our lives in 2021. We are. And what I love about um, our, um, our campaign series that we do as a church, what it does, it, um, it gathers us together. And no better way to be able to do this is in the month of January um, to be able to, to connect together, to be able to change some, some habits of what we have picked up in the last, maybe last year and carrying them over. And when you begin to think about 2020, 2020 shifted our, our lives. Uh, 2020 shifted our lives. And if you think back kind of a year ago in, in, you know, in January and you think about February and March, our, our lives were shifted in so many ways where um, when, you, when you were, you know, communicating with people, you had to, to wear a mask, you, you, you had to get in a line, uh, uh, you, you, you couldn't, you know, you really sit by each other like the way we are today. It was really big social distancing. And at the beginning of this, it, it was a struggle for a lot of us. I preached before how it was a struggle for me where um, had to be patient in long drive-through lines. And, and you know, that was uh, unnormal for us. The, these masks, you know, you feel like you're, you're, you're suffocating. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I still get in trouble when I go to stores because I have it right here, you know. And then, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the, I walk in and they're like, sir, put your mask up, you know. Now I have a joke where I put it over my eyes and I'm like, that high? You know, and it's, it's you know. And my kids get really mad, and they're like, you know, Dad, you're embarrassing us. Well, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to make humor out of it. But now what we have done, we adapted to these masks. We adapted to long lines. We adapted to, to uh, restaurants opening, closing. We adapted to, to those things. And when I think about this is what I want to do in this first sermon of opening up the 40 days of um, prayer is what I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about growing up. Turn to your neighbor and say, grow up. <laughs> it's an important part of our, our, our lives where a lot of us, we need some growing up to do. Amen? Thank you, Brother Eric. And when you think about growing up, um, don't look at them, but we can look at certain individuals and, like, say behind our mind, or if you, you know, if you're, you're talking in a group, you're like, man, that kid needs to grow up. And that person needs to grow up. Or that pastor needs to grow up. Hopefully you don't tell us that. But in our lives and in our Christianity, I love the fact when I begin to look throughout our attendance and look at our folks that are here, we are a, a veteran church. When I say that, there's many people that have been serving God since they've been born. They've been in church their entire lives. You've been um, in ministry. You've been in church for a long time, some 20, 30, some 40 years. And when you think about that, we know that in our lives is that as, as the Remnant Church, what we like to do in these next 40 days is that we want to focus strongly on our spiritual growth for God. 
Because what we, needs to happen is that there are problems in our lives where we attend to lose the, the spiritual side of maturity in Christ where we become immature in Christ. And please don't be offended by this. And uh, I think throughout this, this sermon today, some of you will get a little, little, little angry at me because when you hear the truth of something like this, you, you begin to say, oh, oh no, he, he's been watching me. He's been looking at me. He's been studying me. Think about this for a very moment today. Even though we have been quarantined at home and even though that there's not many things that are, are open today, we're stuck at home all day long. Am I right? Now, I know for a fact that us being home all day long, I, I know maybe onesies or twosies or threesies. I know we're not reading our Bible all the way through. You're like, speak for yourself, Pastor. I, you don't go to my house. I'm reading the Bible. We're having Bible study all day long. Well, you could go to sleep, take a nap. This message is not for you. But the fact is what we have learned, where we have probably have learned of being home most of the time versus being outdoors now, we know what programs we watch at certain times. We know. Some of us probably even went back to General Hospital. I mean, for some of us, this is our news feed. This is, this is where we spend most of our lives. And what we want to do is that mature people make decisions based on the truth of God, not based on feelings. And what we want to talk through this today is, this, is begin to look at where the Bible tells us growth is God's will for our lives. The Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, it says that we were not meant to remain as children. At the mercy of every wind of teaching, in other words, you, you just don't fall for, for anything uh, when you're immature. It says, instead, we're meant to hold firmly to the truth in love and to grow up in every way, what? In Christ, into Christ. And what that means is, is that we as Christians, the, the longer that you serve God and the longer you come to church, you should be come to a place of your life where you're growing in Christ. You're growing and maturing in Christ. For some of us, I, I don't want to put anybody down, and please don't be offended by this, is, is that some of us still are immature babies in Christ where we depend on other folks to uplift us up. And it's okay for other folks to lift us up, but there are just going to be some times in our lives that you're not going to have somebody there with you. You're going to have to learn to cheer yourself up. You're going to have to know that there's going to be some times in your life that Pastor Danny, Sister Sabrina, Sister Rose, myself, some of these other pastors are not going to be with you to pray over you in the hospital room or somewhere. You're going to have to be able to learn somehow, some way to pray for yourself, uh, to, to be able to speak speak to your life, to be able to preach to yourself. you got to be able to do that. And, and when you're immature in Christ, you can't do that. 
And when you're immature in Christ, what happens is that the devil fools around with your mind. He fools around with your life. And that's why the devil attacks us so much because he knows if you're immature in Christ and you're not growing in Christ, you're a big target to the enemy. But if you are mature in Christ and you're growing in the things of God, the devil is going to leave you alone. He's going to go to the person that's immature. Don't we see that in school? The bullies only go over the ones that let themselves get bullied. And those that stand up for the South and are mature and like, oh, no, you ain't going to take my lunch money. I'll kick you where it hurts. Right? Then you got those ones like, okay, here, take my lunch money. I already got yesterday's. I already got tomorrow's lunch money. Here it is. And the devil knows who to pick on. But we're going to come as a church that we're going to teach the devil that he cannot pick on this remnant church uh, here in 2021. How many believe that with me? That was pretty weak. So let me get into the word of God. Today what I want to do is teach you spiritual growth that's going to help us in these next 40 days. And I want to look at why we're doing this 40 days of prayer. And I know some of you are like, okay, we're doing the 21 days of fasting. Why did they add on 40 days of prayer? I mean, I mean, why? I mean, it coincides, okay? After the 21 days of fasting, you could eat. We'll still have some more days to, to, to prayer. We need prayer in our lives. We do. You need prayer. You, you, I mean, you can't. Just depend on, my mom and dad used to say this growing up, uh, you can't depend on our prayers for the rest of your life. There's going to have to be a time in your life to pray for yourself. Now, mom and dad's prayers are great. I love them. They, they pray, they, I mean, I'm here today because of their prayers. But could you imagine if I just slept in all day long, uh, just, you know, uh, you know what, dad, I'm going to preach on Sunday. Pray for me while I sleep in fact is, is that that's how some Christians are. Pastor Danny, pray for me. Pastor George, just pray for me. There's times in our lives as, as pastors, please, can I just be blunt with you? Sometimes we just want to say, pray for yourself. I mean, we love to pray for you. We do. I know that's our job. But in actuality, when was the last time you prayed for yourself? When you had a headache? Just laid hands on yourself. The devil tormenting you, just, just say, God, deliver me. I want to teach you a couple of things. And the first thing, I have a lot of, I have a lot of um, verses, so hopefully you can write these down. The first thing that we need to do is we need to grow. We grow when we feed on God's word. We grow when we feed on God's word. The Bible is, is, our, our, is our, our daily food. Our, the Bible, the word of God is our, is our soul food. It really is. And when you look at this, is that when you begin to look at what kind of food we eat throughout the week, 
See, right now, some of us are, are feeling good. We're in a 21-day fast. We've been doing fruits and vegetables. I mean, we're, we're, we're good. We feel, I mean, for, I mean, after you get through the seventh day, after through all those hunger pains, those headaches, and, and all of that, and craving all of those pizzas, and, and double cheeseburgers, pastrami, chili cheese fries, carne asada burrito, uh, uh, all of that. I just got you all week. But, but when you get through that seventh day, you realize that your body begins to change and you feel a little bit different. You're like, Pastor, I don't know what planet you're on. I still feel messed up. I'm like really messed up. You just name that and right now I'm looking at you and you look like a big burrito. <laughs> Could you imagine only eating on Sunday, that's it. Could you imagine just eating on Sunday, just Sunday alone? You guys look hungry. So could you imagine just eating just on Sunday? And you're like, okay, I ate my favorite meal, that's it. What are we going to eat next Sunday? Because that's it. You would be angry, hangry, messed up, tore up. You'd be fighting with everybody. Could you imagine if you only read God's word on Sunday? Some of you are like, well, I do. Well, then that's why you have so many problems. Could you imagine if you only fed yourself only on Sunday? Sunday was your only day of receiving God's power, receiving God's message in your life. Could you imagine if you only got it? That's why we have a midweek service because we know that you you done a lot of things from Sunday to Thursday. And we need Jesus again. But could you imagine if we didn't feed ourselves, if we only fed ourselves only on one day out of the week? Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 says, Jesus says, it, says this. He says, people need more than bread for their life. They must feed on the word of God. Now, for some of us, I'm preaching to the choir. Some of you, you're so disciplined, you can wake up and you're like, yeah, I can read, you know, four or five chapters. Some of you are disciplined. Some of you could just go ahead and do that. And some of you are disciplined like that. But for, for, for the majority of us that are, that are normal, it's hard. And I'll be honest with you. I hate reading. I heard someone go, Jesus. And he's the pastor? I'll be honest. I've said it to my church before. i said it to many people. I'm not a reader. But throughout the years, I found ways to motivate me to read. See, thank God for technology. See, there are old school people that, that when I see Pastor Danny raise his Bible in the air, I'm like, that's, that's old school. And I love it. But I, I'm not one of those ones that could get an actual book and open it and read it. Do you know that? 
You know how I read a book? It's on my tablet, on my phone. You're like, well, you're just distracted by life then. No, you go on do not disturb and you read. It may not work for everybody, but it works for certain people that, that have to train their mind because us are different. Let me give you an example because I know you're looking at me and I'm like a sinner. See, there are people that go to a restaurant, okay, and before even tasting it, they ask the waiter, where's the salt? And you put the salt on it. Then you got those that just go ahead and taste it and see if they have to put salt on it. Do you get what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that there are some people that have to, they, they train, their minds are trained in certain ways. And I train my way in certain ways. And, and some of you have a hard time waking up in the morning and praying and reading and doing these types of things. I have taught people certain ways. Sometimes you just got to train your mind to be able to pray five minutes, then go brush your teeth, and then come back and pray another five more minutes. Like, what if I just don't brush my teeth all day? That's up to you. The Bible, the word of God of, of grace will build us up. And that's found in the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 32. It says, Paul says, the word of grace is able to build you up, give you all of the blessings that God has for his people. Now, how many want the blessings of God over our lives in 2021? Now, it needs to be found in the word of God, the word of grace, the word of God. It says it will build you up, build you up in maturity uh, and giving you the blessings that God has for your life. And what you need to understand in these 40 days of prayer is that you need to hear the word of God, read the word of God, study the word of God, memorize the word of God. Uh, and a lot of times what we forget, we need to meditate on the word of God and after you do those five things you know what you need to do you need to apply it to your life uh, it's not good for us just to memorize scriptures uh, but if you don't want to apply it to your life it's nothing to us you know why those are important To study, hear it, meditate on it, memorize it, apply it. Because an average person forgets what is told to you in the next 72 hours. What I preach right now, some of you, 90% will only remember of calling myself a burrito. Everything else in 72 hours from now, you will forget exactly everything that I just mentioned. And that's why it's important for us to take notes. That's why it's important that you write these scriptures so that you can meditate on your life and be able to apply it to your life. Because by Wednesday, you're going to forget everything that is just taught. And this is why when we do campaigns like this, you do them for 40 days. Why? Because it takes that long to build a habit in our lives.
Did you know that? Second thing is that we need to do is we grow when we learn in different ways. I was sharing with that just a little while ago. I've learned to study in different ways. I've learned to, to, to study different the way I read my Bible, the, re- the way I, I read books, the way I, I do certain things. I am not the, uh, um, I, 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 me and Pastor Danny, we always share different back and forth of how we have our notes when we preach. I literally type everything out when I preach. Everything. You would, you would, you would be amazed that, that sometimes I have 12 pages of notes. Not that I read everything to you. But that's how I apply it to my life. There are some people that, that could preach off of one index card. And they, they could preach a two-hour sermon off of an index card. Remember when we used to use index cards? My dad used to use index cards. It's just the way that we, we do certain things. We do different things. For some of us, it's going to be a change in 40 days of prayer. Some of you are going to have to be able just to pray for five minutes, 10 minutes. Then it'll change to 15 minutes, then 30 minutes, and then for an hour. I dare you to try it. This is why John, the book of Luke, chapter 3, verse 18, he said, in many different ways, John preached the good news to the people. In many different ways. Many different ways. is because all of us are brain different. All of us are wired differently. We, we get challenged differently. Some people like, uh, uh, you know, certain preachers because they joke all through the time. And that's how you engage. There are some people who, who just go like, you know, like from Hebrew to Greek. And you're like, yes, feed me that. But we're all different. There are some people that are, are listeners. Uh, you, you could just listen and you can get through it. There are some people that have to write everything down. There are some people that learn uh, um, by talking through it. There are some people that are, are physical learners. Uh, and, and those are people that are hands-on. The truth is, is that when you begin to look at the next 40 days, you're going to realize that you're going to adapt and mature in many different ways that you have never thought that you can do it in a certain way. See, it's like this pandemic, right? You never thought that you would be able to wear a mask for two hours straight. Right? But we adapted to it, right? The third thing that we need to know is that we grow when we develop spiritual habits. And I want to take my time just a little bit on spiritual habits because we grow when we develop spiritual habits. And I can't overestimate the, the importance of building good habits because what has happened to us in our lives, a lot of the things that we do in life that get us in trouble, it's just because it's a habit. It's like those folks that when you go to, out to dinner with them and then you got those folks that eat and talk and you're looking and you're like, God, he's grossing me out. It's like, oh, my God, I hope that bean doesn't fly on my plate. 
It's a habit they built. It's a habit that they that they they have in their lives. It's a habit that they have grown over and over. It's like when you were growing up and your mom said, don't bite your fingernails, don't bite your fingernails, don't bite your fingernails. They used to put nasty stuff on your fingernails so you wouldn't bite your fingernails. And it's like, don't bite your fingernails, don't bite your fingernails until it's left you alone. And to this day, that guy back there is biting his fingernails. No one is. I'm just, I just threw it up. You're like, which one? Who? Is it Brian? Is it Dominic? Who is it? If you build good habits, you will grow spiritually mature in Christ. I like what John chapter 13 verse 17 says. John chapter 13, verse 17 says uh, these. He says, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you practice them. So if, could you imagine if we, these over these next 40 days that we practice uh, good uh, spiritual things when you wake up in the morning uh, and when you close out your day of what is going to take place? Uh, I said this earlier. It takes six weeks for you to develop a habit. It takes 40 days for us to develop a habit. If you do something straight for the next 40 days, it's a habit. So can you imagine if we build a habit of praising and worshiping God on the very first thing that we do in the morning for the next 40 days? Could you imagine the way that we read and what we do? The habit that we will build in our lives, it will change our lives forever. And the the way that I like it is this. Could you imagine if our entire church does it for 40 days? Man, we would be unstoppable. The devil won't even be able to come in the parking lot. You don't get God's blessings for knowing the right things. You get God's blessings for doing the right thing. Sometimes we're just going to have to practice. Sometimes we're just going to have to repeat it. Repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. When was the last time that you memorized a Bible verse? And I'm not talking about John 3.16. I'm not talking about the one that you have in your kitchen you read it all the time because that's where we spend all of our time. This is why in the 40 days of prayer, you're going to notice starting this Tuesday, there's going to be a memory verse that you have to study going into the next Bible study. You're going to have to memorize. You're going to have to be able to, to set your mind on certain things. We're going to be, you know the way I look at it, after this 21 days of fast and after this 40 days of prayer, I just can't wait for day 41. I can't wait for, let me just put it this way. I can't wait for day 20. Of to see the difference of the way that we worship, the way that we pray. To see that at 2 o'clock 
It's not the same five people praying before our service and on Thursdays, but it's uh, all kinds of people praying to, to usher in the presence of God. Uh, I can't wait for the next 20 days to be able to start seeing results in our lives because we are different when we put and we change the way that we have done things in life. You see, the reason why we do certain things all the time is because you that's your habit that you have. Think about it. If you're five minutes late every single day for work, it's a habit. It's because you choose to snooze it every single morning. It's not the light's fault that we blame. It's not the train. It's your fault because we have built a habit to make a choice to be five minutes late all the time. Anybody learning anything? It's okay for the two. Could you imagine just living off of Milk the rest of your life? God. I'm a meat lover. Anybody love meat? Thank you. I mean, if I could put meat in my cereal, I will. I mean, I mean, when I go to a restaurant, I go to the meat section. I don't go to the vegetables and salads and all that, right? Who's with me? I don't go to that section. It's like, don't even give me that menu. I rebuke it. That is of the enemy. But I love the word of God. In book of Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, solid food is for mature people whose minds have been trained by practice. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, to know the difference between good and of the devil. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you that the devil has been lying to you and you've been believing it. Why? Because you built the practice of believing him. Uh, but let's go ahead uh, and switch it on the devil. Uh, let's begin to tell him uh, in these next 40 days, uh, you're gonna not going to lie to me anymore. I'm switching it devil. Uh, I'm changing the way that we think. Uh, I'm changing it because I'm practicing good habits. Good habits. And we know how easy it is to change back to bad habits. Am I right? I mean, because after the 21 days of fast, all of us are walking on water. We lost a couple of pounds. We feel good. We're like, wow, I, I really could do good without meat. Wow, I should become a vegetarian. You know what? I could become a vegan. I, you know what? I got this down pat. I said that once, and it only lasted an hour. <laughs> what are some of the good practices that we can do? For some of us, we have perfect attendance so far. In January. Keep it that way. 
The fourth thing, I'm going to go through these really fast, is we grow when we help each other grow. We need each other in our lives, don't we? Thank God that I can't fight, that I don't have to fight these battles by myself. Thank God that we have people around us. Could you imagine if we had church by ourselves? And some people do right now online. And I'm glad that you have us in your living room right now. I'm glad that we're, we're, we're coming in there. But it's boring to worship God by ourselves sometimes. Am I right? Thank God that we can come to a large setting like this and be able to help each other. Romans 1 Verse 12, Paul says, I want us to help each other with the faith that we have. Your faith will help me, and my faith will help you. See, when I'm weak, and those that are close to me, and if their faith is high, it helps me. And when their faith is low, I help them. The fifth thing we do is we grow when we we grow when we expect to grow. And you have to expect to grow in these next 40 days. If you say, you know what, Pastor, you know what, I've I done this 21 days of fast before, and, you know, I've been through series like this before. You know what, just, let's just get through it. And, you know, I am who I am. My dad was like that. My mom was like that. My grandpa was like that. Everybody was like that. And that's the way I'm going to be. Can I tell you something? If you're saying that, and that's what you say that's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. But if you expect to grow and say, after these next 40 days, I'm going to be different. I'm going to change. I'm going to worship God differently. I'm going to praise God differently. You got to be able to expect to grow. What are you expecting to take place in your life in these next 40 days. In our planning meeting, we, we were discussing that. We're really praying that as a whole, that as a church, we grow spiritually so strong that when the second wave, when I say second wave, because I believe there's going to be waves, God gave me this vision back in October is that there's going to be a second wave. A second wave of people that are going to come to the kingdom of God, come to our church and worship God with us. And when that second wave comes in, this first wave right here is going to be able to help grow those that come in on this second wave. God is helping us to be able to help the others. Because they're gonna, some people are going to come in messed up, confused, distracted. And we got to be spiritually fit to be able to help them grow. And lastly, as the worship team comes up, we grow when we commit to grow. You have to make a commitment today. This first sermon is this. This first sermon is this, is that you will grow when you commit to grow. And by doing that, are you going to be able to choose today 
to be able to commit to the next 40 days as a church, commit and say, you know what, pastors, I'm going to go ahead and commit this next 40 days. I'm going to join the, the remnant gatherings, and I'm going to be there every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. I don't care if I'm watching the Zoom in my car, Zoom in my break room, Zoom outside, Zoom wherever it is. Uh, but how many are going to make a commitment these next 40 days to say, you know what, I am going to change. Uh, I'm going to change my habits. Uh, I'm going to change the way that I think. Uh, I'm going to change the way that I worship, the way I praise, uh, the way that I come to church. Uh, it's good. So we're going to break some habits, break some chains in our lives. Some of us are going to graduate from just drinking milk to some solid food. And I say that in the, in the, in the biblical terms. See, right now, God could only give us baby. So for some of us, God is only giving us baby, baby food. You're like, I want, I want what he has. I want what, I want what he's got. And I remember growing up, and I know me and Pastor Nanny, we share the same things. Um, it's funny how when we grow up, we, 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 model, we, we model after our, our parents. And I remember... When my dad, when we, we became a pastor and he used to go and, and evangelize and, and preach places and he used to lay hands on, on people and me being a kid and I used to go to, to different churches with him. And what I would do, I, I, would, I would go to my, to, to, to my room when I would come home and all my stuffed animals, I would line them up and they would get slain. But what it was, it was seeing a habit that he did. And it's something that we have to do to be able to change the way we think and the way we do certain things. See, if I could be a little bit more blunt, can I, can I, can I, is it okay? You see, the reason that we keep going back to certain sins, certain websites, certain TV shows because it's a habit that we taught our brain. It's a chemical in our brain and we taught it. But could you imagine in the next 40 days that we, we change that, we reverse that, where you hunger for the Bible, you hunger for the Word of God, you hunger to worship, and could you imagine how your life is going to change in these next 40 days? Man, we got to make a commitment today. See, when we train our minds to wake up in the morning and praise and worship, it does something to us. The way we do certain things. I want to challenge you as a church. If you're willing to make a commitment for the next 40 days, to come every Sunday to hear the Word of God, to come Thursdays. And I understand some of you have to tune in. That's fine. But can you make a commitment? If you could be here, be here. But if you can't, you make sure that you log in online. 
and also make a commitment for the next seven weeks. Yes, I said seven weeks to an online Bible study, 40 days of prayer. If you're willing to do that, I want you just to stand to your feet. I want you to stand to your feet. We only purchased 40 bucks. We were going to buy 75. But when we first offered it, nobody came to us. So I only got 35 books left. And if you want a book, come and see me. And if I'm down to my last one, you could buy it for a hundred dollars. Goes right to the church. I'm just kidding. We'll order more. But a commitment. How many want to make a commitment to grow spiritually in these next 40 days? On our website, you'll see 40 days of prayer, our Zoom Bible study. Every Tuesday at 7 o'clock, you can go and click that link. It has the code, and you can get right into the Bible study. There are several ways that you can do this. You can host a Bible study at your home and share it live with a bunch of people, or you can watch it on your own with your spouse, your family members. Get some carrots and celery and munch on them but this book is so amazing because what it does it allows you to interact of what's going to take place during the Bible study and then after the Bible study up into the next Bible study it has a seven day devotional where you apply God's word into your life let me tell you something, folks. I did this before, and it changed the way that I read, the way that I pray, and the way that I study. It's a challenge. And the way I want to close this, because 90% of you all stood to your feet to join. We got a song to, to worship God? Yeah? Are you going to take them to the next level? <laughs> what are we singing? To worship you I live. This is what I want you to do. I don't want you to focus on your problems, on your worries. I don't want you to focus that you're on this 21 days of fast and you're hungry. Would you focus on God? Would you just lift up your hands right now? Close your eyes. Sing this song really loud. 